What's up, Mets fans? I'm Matthew Srone from MetsBlog.com and SNY.TV. It is Tuesday, July 31st, 2018, uh, known as the July 31st non-waiver trade deadline in Major League Baseball. And as expected, the Mets did not trade Jacob deGrom or Noah Syndergaard or Zach Wheeler or Jose Batista or Devin Mezaraga or Wilmer Flores or anybody else, frankly, uh, outside of Yuri Familia and Adribal Cabrera, who got dealt earlier uh, in the week or late last week. The, the question is, by not trading DeGrom and Syndergaard uh, and Wheeler to an extent, what, you know, what does that mean going forward? And, you know, I, I see a lot of criticism about not making moves for them. And, and frankly, personally, I don't, I don't mind that so much. It's the Batista, Mezzaraca, maybe even Swarzak to a certain extent, Blevins. Um, you know, I think Frazier, if he had been healthy, uh, probably could have been somebody worth discussing. You know, not not making moves for those guys is kind of odd to me. But, you know, there was interest and teams asked. Um, you know, but when it comes to Batista, for whatever reason, even though he's making probably do about two hundred grand between now and the end of the year, and he's, he's actually hitting pretty good, um, you know, teams seem to prefer Granderson and Cameron Mabin, and I don't know why. And my hunch is that he... Uh, specifically Mezzaraca and probably Blevins are good trade uh, candidates for August when uh, guys can still get dealt, but they have to get through waivers uh, or be claimed on waivers, one of the two, in order to make the move. So it's it's a little bit more complicated, but it happens. Like Verlander last year got moved through waivers, um, you know, and so I think it's it's always possible. The bigger issue, as everybody has said, is is the big fish, right? It's the DeGrom, it's the Syndergaard. Uh, and, and to a certain extent, Wheeler. And I think, again, like I said earlier, for me, you know, the issue is I don't mind not seeing those guys dealt, even though I do think they could have got a ton of good prospects for them and probably helped expedite, uh, you know, a quick turnaround, a quick rebuild, so to speak, uh, if they wanted to. But if they're going to hire a new GM and they're going to bring somebody in here in a couple months uh, to execute a plan to get this team back in order, it just doesn't seem fair to me to deal what will be that person's three best assets for uh, guys that he or she may not want um, and then ask them to rebuild the team with a bunch of prospects that they never wanted in the first place. Um, Instead, you know, you, I, it's, I don't have any problem keeping the three of them into the winter, handing them over to the new GM and saying, look, here's the deal. You've got DeGrom, you've got Syndergaard, you've got Wheeler, all under contract through next year, DeGrom and Syndergaard the following year. You've got Ahmed Rosario, you've got Michael Conforto and Brandon Nimmo, three everyday players, young guys, under team control, making very little money. You're going to have probably Peter Alonso playing first base, although that's not a guarantee. And you got uh, four top 100 prospects, according to MLB.com and Baseball America, and a few guys they picked up this past July uh, in trades for Familia and Cabrera. Now get to work. Do what you want. Get to work. Now, my understanding is the Wilpons want to, quote-unquote, compete next season, and so the concern... <laughs> There is, it means they're probably going to end up punting on a rebuild, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But if you're going to keep DeGrom and Syndergaard and Wheeler and all these guys, uh, because you have, you know, Frazier and Swarzak and, and uh, Vargas for another year, 
you're going to have to spend significantly more money in order to round out the roster. Otherwise, it's going to be the same old, same old as it's been the last two seasons. And like I wrote on Metzbog the other day, when you play for the middle, you finish in the middle. And that's been the problem. And, you know, you can't just spend the minimum on guys that uh, can round out the roster and then hope for luck. Like, that's not a strategy. That's going to maybe sell some tickets at the beginning of the year and create some hype, but it's not going to get the job done in certain in terms of, you know, being uh, in uh, pushing for the finish line in September. So if that's not going to be the case and they're not going to spend that money and do, you know, what's necessary to get a guy like Machado or Wilson Ramos or Gio Gonzalez or, you know, whoever else that's going to be on the free agent market. And, and multiple guys, by the way, not just one, but like two or three to really beef up the roster and build around Syndergaard and DeGrom. Uh, you know, if you're not going to do that, then the GM may as well just get it on with the rebuild. Like, it's just get going. Because like the Yankees showed a couple years ago, you could deal, as long as you've got real value, real elite players. And DeGrom and Syndergaard are those guys. And Wheeler has proven that he has it together. If you could deal those three guys you know, you're going to get some players back that can help now. Guys that can go right into the lineup and contribute. This isn't going to be, you know, you're not going to get, you know, a package of prospects that are three, four years away. You're going to get guys that can help. And they could very easily be right back in the thick of it in 2020. And I got news for everybody. The Braves and the Phillies aren't going anywhere. And I don't know what the Nationals have going on, but they've got a lot of good young players as well. And the Marlins, for all the joking that went on, they're playing better than the Mets. And... They have a ton of young talent that they got from last offseason. So if the Mets don't get their act together and start building up that farm system, you know, they're going to have issues. It's going to be a hard fight getting through the NL East, and it's hard to see how they don't finish fourth place each of the next few seasons if they just keep trying to do the same thing they've been doing. The point is, the good news is, today they stand here with three really good pitchers, Three are also three very good assets. They've got some good young players, everyday players, and they got a, a an emerging farm system to a small extent. The GM that comes on board is going to have options, but it's going to be time for them all to make some real serious choices about which way to go. Do they overspend and build around these guys, or do they trade them and rebuild? Because anything in the middle is going to finish in the middle.